Hi everyone and welcome to episode 43 of the Effective Teaching Podcast. I'm Dan Jackson and today I'm going to give you five ways to motivate your students to learn in your classroom. Now, the very first way that you can help motivate your students is to give them really high expectations. Now, this is something that you should be doing anyway as a teacher, setting really good expectations with your students from the very beginning. Now, obviously, this applies to their general behavior and stuff in class, but I want to particularly apply it today to their learning. You should have high expectations of their learning. So if you expect more and you expect better from your students, then that makes you also kind of do more with your students and that becomes more motivational. You do more to help them. You start to guide your students more and they respond to this. They get motivated by this and they get motivated to achieve for you. Yeah, and we see this in students who have parents who have high expectations as well. If their parents have high expectations of them, they tend to put in a lot more effort and that motivation to get and reach those expectations of their parents and they'll do a very similar thing for you as the teacher. So an example of this is to expect students, maybe if you're an English teacher or you're a history teacher or you're just expecting your students to write an extended piece of writing, uh, maybe you expect them to structure their paragraphs correctly and you expect them to plan their essays out before they write them. Now this will then result in more students actually doing that, which then obviously will result in better essays or better extended responses that they give you, uh, but it also results in you reminding them more, setting aside time for them to really work on this stuff and you're teaching it explicitly to them, okay? And that results in greater student motivation to get this done and that results in a greater revelation of their understanding. The second way is for you to remind them of prior similar successful experiences. So Hattie and Yates in their book, Visible Learning and the Science of How We Learn, cover this exceptionally well. And I highly recommend this book. There'll be a link to this book on the website. So teacherspd.net slash 43. The idea here applies to all situations, but basically if you are presenting new content or the students are finding something difficult and frustrating, or maybe uh, you're just introducing something brand new to them, at this point, you need to remind them of something that they have done previously that is similar. So maybe the new content you're presenting, you remind them of similar content that they've successfully learned in the past. Or if you're getting them to do something they're finding really frustrating, you remind them of similar frustrations they've had in the past that they've overcome to showcase some successful learning. So for example, if they're struggling to get started with a story or they're struggling to get started with a longer piece of writing, remind them of the last time that they had to do a similar thing and they had a similar issue. Maybe you know, two terms ago, they were struggling to write a piece of uh, evidence for you as well. Maybe it was an essay, maybe it was a story. Uh, but they were struggling to get started on that too. So you might say, well, what did you do then to overcome that? And then if they can't remember, you might jog their memory and go, maybe you did this, maybe you did that. And you remind them that even though they struggled, they actually overcame that and then still produced something that showcased their learning and where they actually did some good quality learning. The third way is to keep things authentic. Now, by connecting things to the real world, you are providing meaning to the learning for your students. If they can actually see how what they're doing relates to them, 
and relates to what they're doing in their life, then it becomes more meaningful and therefore more motivational for them to put in effort to want to learn, right? They're gonna want to learn what you're talking about with them or what they're learning. So for example, you could, you know, I'm a PDHPE teacher, so maybe uh, in my classes, I'll get my students to create food plans for their family for two weeks and they have to both make the food plan healthy, but they also have to fit it within their budget. Now that's different for each student, but because it's applying specifically to their family, that's making it authentic and it gives them a bit more motivation. They're gonna plan out two weeks of food for their family and help their family be healthy using their family's budget. And that increases their motivation rather than just saying, please write a two week food plan that's healthy. That's not as much engagement. You won't get as much engagement from your students as if you ask them to do it for their parents. The fourth way is to make sure that the students know the pathway to success. So, Make sure they know where they're going and what it looks like when they get there, kind of the setting learning goals, but also knowing the sub goals and the track that's gonna get them to that learning goal. So learning goals, success criteria, examples, they're all really important for this. Uh, and that's gonna improve your students' motivation because they can actually see where it is they're going. Right? If you think of this like they're going for a bushwalk or something, if you've got a map and you know where you're going, you know what the destination is and you can see the path to get there, even though you have to climb up that steep hill, you still know where you're going, you know that it will end soon, it's there on the map, and then you overcome that and the next thing's coming. So if you have that for your students, the students know where they're going and they know what it looks like to get there and they know the pathway to get there, then it's more motivational for them to continue to plod through that learning because the learning bit is hard and once they achieve the goal, it's exciting, okay? And the setting of the goals is exciting. So helping them to just see that and keep their eyes focused on that will help them to be motivated as they go through their learning with you. And now that fifth way, and probably the most important way, is to always, absolutely always, start with why. And that means that you need to have a reason why the students are learning what you're teaching them in your class. What is the point of what you're trying to teach them? If students don't know why they are learning something, then they don't see a point in putting in any kind of effort. Why would they bother learning it if they don't know how it actually relates to them, how it connects to their life, or even just why it's good for anything coming up later, right? What is the point of their learning? You need to make sure that they know that. And it kind of connects with authenticity, but it's more than that. It is the why of the learning. It doesn't have to necessarily be with their real life. It could be a why that just builds something ready in their brain for the next step and the next step, which then comes together for a bigger why. But you have to start with that why, because without the why, the how and the what are not engaging and they're not as motivational. In fact, there's a really good TED talk that I watched on this, and the guy who did the TED talk has books on this as well, which I've listened to, and it's really, it's fantastic, because what he talks about, he's talking about marketing, right? And marketing is all about persuasion, okay? And trying to persuade someone to come and do something for you. It normally involves, you know, buying something. But this is about persuasion. And he talks about basically that a lot of companies and a lot of students for sure, and even teachers, do it wrong. They do it the wrong way around. They start with what, right? How many times do you get into class and you start by listing what you're doing that day, okay? And then as you're going through the day, you might teach them how they're doing it or how to do it. But rarely do we touch on the why, and so we, the students are less motivated throughout. However, if you do it the other way around, 
If you start by when you get into that classroom telling students why, and then talk about the how and then the what, you'll actually find that your students are much more motivated and much more engaged in your learning just because you've switched things around. And there's a link, I'm gonna embed this TED talk actually, at teacherspd.net slash 43, where all the notes are for this episode. So you can go there and have a quick watch of that TED talk. I highly recommend it. It's not a very long one, but it's really, really good. And now, I do have a bonus in this episode for you. So this bonus is basically kind of reverse engineering something from Hattie's research. So Hattie tells us that the most negatively big effect size, so basically the worst thing you can do in your lesson, right? The thing that's gonna make your students actually unlearn stuff is to make your learning boring, okay? And so when we're looking at trying to keep our students motivated, another thing you should really make sure you're avoiding is boredom and the opposite of boredom is fun. So if you can make the learning fun, then you're gonna increase student motivation and engagement, okay? so. If things are boring, it's gonna reduce things. They're gonna, move. why am I doing this? Why am I learning? But if you make it fun, and I don't care how you make that fun, it can just be by making it hands-on. It can be by getting them outside. It can be by turning what they're doing into a game. And even just by bringing in your own fun energy that's infectious for your students, that's going to increase their motivation. It's gonna increase their learning as a result of that. And that is fantastic. Imagine, fun classroom that starts with the why, that's authentic, that's engaging, where you're reminding students of past experiences that they've overcome. Just think how engaged your students can be in your classroom. So this week, pick one, pick all of them, I don't mind, of these strategies, and at the very least, start one of your lessons with telling your students why they're learning it and see what happens. Okay, so you wanna get them motivated, you wanna get them engaged, so pick one of those five strategies, apply it to your class this week, and then come back to me, teacherspd.net slash 43, and leave a comment below and tell me how it went. Did it actually increase their motivation and engagement in your lesson? I would love to know. And if you're enjoying this episode or you're enjoying these podcasts as a whole, I would really, really love it if you could leave me a review and let me know whether or not you're enjoying it or not. Hopefully you're enjoying it and you give me lots of stars, right? But uh, I really would just love some feedback. So comment on the site teacherspd.net slash 43. Leave me a review and I will come back and chat to you next week. Thanks.